I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. FM 104. It's Room 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here. And this should have been a topic for a depressing Monday, but we decided we'd do it on a bit of a miserable Tuesday. And just talk about, you know, the science and psychology around what you're going to wind up regretting in life and what you can do about it. Yeah, kind of. I guess it's that whole thing about you always want what you don't have or can't have. Do you know that kind of way? You always think the grass is greener on the other side when it comes to anything. Sometimes it is, Saoirse. (laughs) Sometimes it is, but a lot of times we forget what we have achieved or what we have done or, you know, that we actually live a pretty decent life for the most part. Uh, Yeah, for the most part. And I think maybe social media and everything else is making you feel as if you're missing out and feel as if you're not achieving as much as you could be. Um, And it just makes, probably amplifies the feeling all that worse and makes it all that more uh, impactful anyway. But listen, someone who has actually gone into uh, the depths of research on this and looked into why why we regret things, how we regret things, maybe what we can do about it from uh, the University of Cornell. He's a professor of psychology over there. We're delighted to uh, have him join us on the show this evening. Uh, Professor Tom. Tom Gilovich, how are you, sir? I'm, I'm good. Thanks for having me on your show. No worries. I mean, Saoirse was looking at this, and uh, again, maybe this is a projection of your own fears, Saoirse, but I think <laughs> we we all don't want to get to an age where we're lying on a deathbed and I'm worried or upset about things we did and we didn't do. So what have you found looking at your research when it comes to things that people will regret and not regret? Um, well, the biggest overall finding is that people tend to regret when they look back on their lives things they didn't do, mistakes of omission, uh, more than mistakes of commission, which is a little surprising in some way because in the immediate aftermath of making a mistake of action, you feel worse. You kick yourself. If you you sold the stock and it went way up, (laughs) that would bother you more than if you were thinking about buying that stock and didn't and it went way up. Uh, acting, mistakes of action hurt more than mistakes of inaction right away. But as time passes, you come to grips with those mistakes of action better. And what's left nine at you are the things you didn't do. Yeah, you often think, I didn't do this, but that led me to something better. Right. Um, so the, when you make a mistake of action, things happen. You know what they are, and hopefully they're relatively finite. When you don't do something, you imagine all the great things that could have happened if you had done that, and your imagination could get the better of you. You could imagine all sorts of great things. Oh, if only I had married this person. 
you idealize that person um, and you imagine a much better life than you might actually have had with that person. But obviously sometimes you would be correct. You know, maybe you had a terrible <laughs> relationship. Maybe they were very good looking. 10 years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, and that's uh, you, actually the relationship one is a perfect example of this, that um, when people uh, marry the wrong person, they will often say one of the ways that they're able to uh, achieve peace with it is, oh, yeah, he was a jerk, but if I hadn't married him, I wouldn't have these great kids. Um, and so you think of these silver linings for mistakes of action. There's many fewer of those for mistakes of inaction, and that gives inaction, again, it makes it uh, stay with you longer and gnaw at you more deeply as your life goes on. I think there... Yeah, I mean, you probably get to a stage, we're so busy on a day-to-day basis that very few people maybe take the time to maybe sit back and kind of go, am I doing what I want to do here or what would I really love to do that I'm not getting around to doing it? Because he said, maybe you do have a a crazy job or crazy pressures and you never get a chance to pull yourself out of your day-to-day and kind of figure out, am I heading in a long-term right direction here? So I can see why maybe if you're retired and you have a lot of time to sit around and ponder these things that you're like, my God, why did I bother with that horrible horrific boss for the you know last 15 years of my life I should have done x y and z so in understanding this research so it's it's the things you're not doing that are going to really annoy you at the end of your life and look back and regret as opposed to the mistakes that you do make because I suppose you can learn from some of those mistakes and at least you did it and you moved forward in some way shape or form is there any indication of what people can do let's say right now to avoid that disappointing feeling of regret that they might wind up having in 5, 10, 15 years? Yeah, I mean, if you just take a quick look at these results, uh, the obvious suggestion is to embrace the, the Nike slogan, just do it. But I don't want to go fully there. There are certain mis- you know mistakes of action that really can get you in lots of trouble and you don't want to go there. But I think the recommendation that comes from this research is so many things that people didn't do were things that they didn't do because I'm not sure I could pull it off and I'd really look terrible. I'd be embarrassing if if I failed. And in fact, many fewer people are noticing your failures. Many more people cut you slack for your failures than you think. So if you're not doing something that you think would benefit you or you would enjoy because of the fear of the social consequences, embarrassment, then full on embrace the Nike slogan, just do it, get out on the dance floor, go ahead and talk to that person, etc, etc. And if you fail, it's not going to be as disastrous as you think. They had to do like a survey on a few different studies. What did you actually find off the back of that? Um, Well, we've tried to cover this comprehensively. And uh, so there are a number of different surveys, one of the ones, uh, more recent ones that I think is telling and speaks to one of your introductory comments that, oh, yeah, because of social media, we feel terrible about ourselves. Um, And social media could accentuate the problem, but actually we don't need Facebook to make to feel miserable. Um, (laughs) That is to say, who do we compare ourselves with in our own minds, even when we aren't looking at Facebook, that if you sort of think, you know, do I have a rich enough social life? Hmm. Let me think of other people. What comes to mind are extremely social people, that the nature of some categories are represented not by their average members, but by the most extreme members. So I asked you, think of a time that you missed a train. 
you wouldn't think of, hopefully you haven't missed your train very many times, but uh, you wouldn't think of the average time. You'd think of the worst time because missing yeah. a train is about annoyance and inconvenience. So you'd think of the most annoying. And when we think about our social lives, we naturally compare ourselves to the most social people we know. And we're deficient, whether we're on Facebook or not. Uh, we think that we come up short. I couldn't believe that, like the study that you'd done, 76% of people said that it wasn't fulfilling their self-ideals or ideas. Yeah, and we tend to get that with respect to the difference between action and inaction, a three-to-one margin in favor of more pronounced regrets of inaction, and the same thing, uh, roughly the same, when it comes to regrets uh, of falling short of your ideal versus falling short of your hot self, what you what you should do. Um, and just, you know, obviously you mentioned um, when it comes to, the, let's say, the fear of embarrassment or the fear of what other people might think about you um, and that you could kind of maybe dismiss that and to just kind of use Nike slogan and just go and do it. Um, you, obviously, there is times when you wouldn't advise people to just go and do it and maybe throw everything away. What are the other situations where you'd be a little bit more, you suggest people be maybe slightly more cautious before they decide to leave their wife and kids and run away with the secretary, for example? Yeah, I think, you know, think about the things that uh, lead to bankruptcies, to uh, divorces, to uh, prison sentences. Uh, <laughs> then it's, it's just way too glib to think of the just do it idea. That's why I want to pull back to, look, if it's really just about how would this look to other people, it's not going to end in divorce, it's not going to end in prison time, it's not going to end in bankruptcy. I think we need extra courage to talk to people. You know, people, interestingly, although the most frequent social thing we do is talk to other people, if you do surveys, people are very confident drivers, very confident leaders, very confident at their work. They are not overconfident when it comes to conversation. And so a lot of people shortchange themselves, have less rich social lives because they're, uh, you know, I could strike up a conversation and there would be awkward silence. Well, you'll get through the awkward silence and it may not happen and you may profit from the connection that you make. Is this all kind of stemming from like birth, basically, where we learn these behaviors from very young ages or are some people just more susceptible to kind of negative thinking? Young kids can be kind of brutal um, and we, you know, we file away those traumatic uh, experiences as you get older. People are more charitable and the failures, the social failures that you have really aren't as big. People are much more charitable. First of all, people are preoccupied with their own lives. They're less likely to notice if you're having a bad hair day, if your you know, clothes don't match, uh, if you're a little awkward in conversation. People are worried about what they're going to say and worried about their contributions to it. So people are less likely to notice, and we've all been there. Uh, we've all had these different mishaps and periods of social awkwardness, and we cut one another slack in the same way that, you know, 13- and 14-year-olds may not. I think as well at, at a younger age, you're so, you think you're so consumed with the intensity of life and that every decision you make on a daily basis is like Things like, you know, your your, end of, your school exams or whatever, might, you might, might see them as being so definitive and final and, and all-encompassing that you don't get perspective and you might get that 
that with a little bit more age. So um, when you talked about, obviously, people having regrets in life, comparing themselves to what they, their, their sense of self, their sense of self, their sense of ideal, what they hope to strive for, and then obviously what they thought they should have done, their, their ought to, as you said, their duties and their obligations and stuff. And I know you've categorized them in, in those areas um, and also with things like taking action versus not taking action and not making decisions are, are more regretful over the long term. Did you look into any particular category of life? Like, Did you notice that people regret more over, let's say, work-life balance or money? Or was there any specific categories that kind of tended to be what most people regretted? There weren't any real surprises there. You know, the biggest regrets are in the biggest areas of life, of, you know, regrets around schooling, regrets around finances, regrets around careers and relationships. Those dominate everything. And, you know, highlighting one of your introductory comments, uh, unfortunately, there's, you know, two sides to every coin. And so you get a lot of people who will say, oh, I regret that I spent so much time at work, I neglected my kids. And for every person who says that, you have a lot of people saying, oh, I didn't take my career seriously enough and didn't spend enough (laughs) time at the office. So it's getting life right is a challenge. It's walking on that razor's edge and go a little too much in one direction. You're going to worry about the other angle. Yeah, I think it is like either the fear of the unknown or the excitement of the unknown that we will always kind of zone in on. I think everyone is like that, really, aren't they? I know, yeah. And then it's the whole thing. If you want to be successful at anything, you usually have to sacrifice some part of your life, don't you? Because mm. if you want to be a CEO of your company, you're not going to do that with a 20 hours a week kind of job. Or if you want to be physically fit, you're not going to do that one one day a week so uh, I don't, like, are we all just destined to, <laughs> to regret every major decision we've ever made in life? Oh no, no, no I mean it's interesting that you know, one of the things that's been fun about studying regret is people are incredibly open uh, and want to talk about it you know, we like to review our lives and that's going to that review is going to turn up some mistakes but at the same time you know, on average people are pretty happy um, and on average people are quite happy with their lives lives and pleased with a lot of their decisions. And maybe one of the reasons they're so open to talking about their regrets is, although painful, they're satisfied with their lives. So they, yeah. it's not so threatening to talk about them. So, um, you know, there's, again, there's two sides to every coin, everything that's a strength, every strength has its corresponding weakness. You know, it's good to be a funny person, a witty banterer, raconteur, Uh, That's a great thing. We like being around those people. At the same time, truly funny people often are always thinking of the next hilarious thing to say. They may not be great listeners. As you said, someone who's the driven CEO, that's great for that person's career and that company may not be so good for that person's family. Um, and then just, you know, echoing some of your points, the the irony, I hope you don't, um, in your retirement, worry that you spent too much time studying regret and regret your interest in regret. <laughs> I don't think, you know, it's, it's one part of studying human beings. And uh, that's why I feel, I don't even know if it was a decision whether I stumbled on this career, but um, yeah. it's been endlessly fascinating to study people. Sometimes you might be afraid of even thinking about what potential future regrets you might have because there might be a, a immediate pain. But would you have just a one piece of advice from all of this studying of re- regret and people's life decisions and human behavior? Like, if, what one thing could someone do to try and maybe avoid significant amounts of regret later on down the line? I have a colleague who's 
she's a famous psychologist and she was married to a famous uh, psychologist. And when he died, she said that a number of people said to her, oh, you know, I didn't know whether to reach out. Um, you know, I, I didn't want to remind you. I didn't know if you were in that space. And her direction to everyone, she wrote about this, is always do it. You know, reach out to people. They're grieving. If they don't want to hear it, they'll tell you and they'll appreciate the sentiment. So a lot of the things that produce regrets of inaction, ooh, that might be awkward. I might not say it exactly right. Mm. People don't care about you saying it exactly right. They just care about the sentiment behind it. So, you know, reach out to people who might be struggling. 100%. On, on that note, listen, uh, Professor Tom Gilovich, thanks a million for speaking with us this evening. Uh, it was fun. Thanks for having me on your show. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.